Welcome to episode 20 of the Built by Grace podcast, where I give you a daily thought on Christian leadership, mindset, and motivation. I'm your host, Coach T. Truly blessed to have you with me here today. Can't believe we're already 20 episodes into this thing. But before we dive into today's topic, you know the usual. If you find value in our discussion, I kindly ask you to consider subscribing to the podcast. It's free. Best way to make sure you never miss an episode if you turn those notifications on. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. But I also love it if you could rate and review the podcast. It helps me improve so that I know uh, you want some longer episodes, you want some shorter episodes, you want guests, you like the format that we've got, you get some value out of it. Um, just let me know. It helps me improve, but it also points this podcast to other like-minded individuals and help them discover the show. And if you get a lot of value out of this, please consider sharing it with your friends, family, anyone you think could benefit from our discussions on Christian leadership and building a life on Christ. You are playing a vital role in my mission to inspire and empower as many people as possible, all to the glory of God. So I appreciate your support. Thank you so much. Um, Let's just get into today's episode. Today, we're going to be looking at three purposes for suffering and how God uses trials in our life for his glory. Let's get into it. for you today is a really powerful thing for a lot of us. We all, we all go through trials. We all go through hardships and suffering, and some of us have different degrees of it. And in a very broken world, this is a message that everybody needs. This applies to everybody. In whatever phase of life they are right now, whether you're a kid, you're growing up and you're in high school, college, young adult, you're just starting a family, your kids are graduating, you're a grandparent. This applies to everybody because this picture is all too familiar for everyone. The waves of challenges in our life sometimes can seem relentless. Adversity goes hand in hand with our journey of faith. Paul writes so much about this and we see so much thoughts on the Christian trials and how trials serve as a foundation for not only spiritual growth, but resilience because suffering is not just something that we endure but it's a teacher. And I'm going to break down this, uh, the importance of this in three different ways. Because it can seem contradictory to consider suffering as a pathway to growth. Many of us are, are bogged down. We're weary. We're exhausted. Life just keeps throwing its punches and we wonder when that bell's going to ring. Through scripture, though, we find numerous accounts of faithful followers who have drawn near to God in the face of trials. And that gives us encouragement as Christians. It's through weakness that character gets matured. It's through trials that we're reminded of the eternal hope that we have in Christ. There is a hope in a world that seems hopeless. And so our earthly trials here do three things. One, they serve as a pathway to reliance on God. Two, they lead us to righteousness. And three, it gives us a reminder of hope. For, a, for our life here on earth. I'll break this down into three things. It's easy for a ship to sail in calm waters. You can rely on your own strength, your own resources. And that might be some of our walk where we haven't faced a lot of trials or adversity or circumstances. It, it's 
it's in these calm circumstances that we get complacent in our faith. Because then whenever those storms of life do come, you have to recognize your limitations. You, you have to stop recognizing on your own strength and resources and things are outside of your control and you have to recognize you can't do it all. And that's difficult for people that haven't faced trials of some kind. It's a humbling truth for a lot of us. And it's through our limitations that this truth, my favorite verse in the Bible, 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9 comes from. My grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. So the three main points that I had, let's look at number one. Suffering reminds us of our inability by putting our focus on his ability. Suffering reminds us of our inability by putting our focus on his ability. It is through our weakness that we are driven to depend on God's strength and mercy. It's when you can't control things that you have to find hope and solace in the one that can. And it's in our adversity that faith gets tested. We are being led to a deeper relationship with God through our adversity. We discover where where our true strength should lie when we struggle. Like I said, it's easier to sail in calm waters, but we rely on ourselves more to steer the ship instead of God. We are puffed up with pride when we're sailing in calm waters. And we don't even recognize the need for God in the first place. The storms are necessary to put our reliance on him and take it off of us. And we see this play out as well in James 1, verse 2 through 4, where the trials that we encounter provide unique opportunities to display our faith. Here's what we read. James 1, 2 through 4. Consider it our joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And perseverance must finish its work so that you may be be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. It is through trials that we are molded to more closely reflect the character of Christ through having to rely on God. And it is through reflecting that character that God's glory can be shown. And what a beautiful depiction that is. God gets the glory in our suffering. God's glory can be made known. We can better see the attributes of God in our suffering. We can better see how he is perfect and holy and he's in control and he makes the wind and the waves be still. What a beautiful depiction that is. Last one, suffering serves as a reminder for our future hope. The pain that we experience in this world is temporary. If you need something to put your hope in, here it is. Here it is, Romans 8.18. The Apostle Paul, who knows a great deal about suffering, I'll leave that up to you to go look at that, but understanding how he's been shipwrecked and imprisoned and beaten. He knows a great deal about suffering. Writes in Romans 8.18, I consider that our present suffering are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed to us. In the midst of our circumstances, it's difficult to recognize that. We want the pain to go away. We want the anxieties to be quieted. We want our hurt to be healed. But the truth that we get to cling to, the one that gives us hope, is eternal. And it's through that peace and that joy 
that we receive that promise from our Father himself. In our suffering, we are reminded of the suffering that Christ endured on our behalf. We are reminded of the promise of eternal life that he offers. And this gives us an actual hope in a world that seems hopeless. It shifts our focus from the temporary trials of this world to the eternal glory that awaits us, his glory. Because all of a sudden, his righteousness gets credited to us. And so let us embrace this journey with faith and courage because trials can come in thousands of different ways, but they lead us to three things, the three R's, reliance, righteousness, and a reminder, a reminder of hope. And what a beautiful way to reframe our perspective on suffering. Our suffering is to be used for his glory. That's all I got for you guys today. I hope you have a blessed rest of your day.